Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Rev. Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Our topic today is the art of procrastination, and I have to admit that I was very, very tempted to publish this, put advertise it, put it out there, and then just have nothing on the recording. But that kind of seemed unfair, and not everybody has the same sense of humor that I have, so I'm actually going to talk about procrastination today. The first thing you might be wondering is, how does procrastination relate to spirituality? Well, I was thinking about what spirituality means to me. First of all, spirituality is that awareness that there is much more to this world and to this life than what we can see and hear and feel. Another one is, is that my relationship with myself, and that's not one word, it's my and then self with a capital S. The self of me, what is my relationship there? And then my awareness of and my relationship with that unseen active creating force. And then there is the mystical aspect, which I will do a podcast or two on mysticism eventually, but is this that thing that you cannot explain that, that you know and you feel and is a part of you, but, but you can't explain it to anybody. So that's what spirituality is to me. And that means that spirituality runs in and through every single thing that I do in my day and in my life. So when I am procrastinating there's some aspect that is spiritual. I know I'm splitting hairs, but this is fun. So today I was thinking about, I need to record a podcast. And then I was thinking, well, I could do it later tonight. And then like, no, I should go ahead and get it done. And then, well, the laundry, the washing machine is running. And then the the three month old kitten is, you know, racing all over the house, making noise. And maybe I could do it later. And I went through that for a while and thought, no, I'm just going to sit down and do the podcast because that's what I do. But in all of that thinking about about how to do it and when to do it, and did I really feel like doing it, I realized that uh, procrastination is, first of all, something that that we, we we consider a negative often. And yes, if you procrastinate to the point where you never, ever get anything done, yeah, that's not a good thing. But procrastination actually does have some um, good aspects to it. And first of all, I want to say that I looked up procrastinating um, in the thesaurus. And other words for procrastination is delay, hesitation, pause, or wavering. Now, none of those say that you never get it done. They just say that you don't do it in the absolute moment. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I have had times when I have sat down to write either a meditation or a Sunday talk, and I tried really, really hard and nothing would come. And so I'd walk away from it. And then I keep thinking, well, I need to go back to it. I need to go back to it. And I wouldn't. And then there would be that moment was like, okay, I'm going to sit and work on it now. And then the whole thing would flow through me. So there's a difference, I think, between putting something off just to put it off and putting it off because the feeling isn't there yet. And yes, you can use this for excuses to not get anything done. I I get that. But there's also other reasons why we procrastinate. One of the reasons that people procrastinate is because they really don't know what, what to do. They don't understand what to do. There's the, uh, the fear of um, doing it. 
And I will t- admit that I have um, quite a few qualms about actually sitting here in this room by myself, talking into a microphone and just saying whatever is coming through my my brain. I don't prepare these ahead of time. This is very much stream of consciousness. And sometimes I think, well, who am I to be doing that? And and why should I, why should anybody listen to this? But one of the things that pieces of feedback that I get is that people like me because I'm real. They may not always agree with everything, but I'm real. And that's so funny because the whole time I was in school growing up, the fact that I was so real was was not a good thing. And so I endeavor to be who I am, and yet when I'm going to put myself in front of other people, there is that hesitation, there is that delay in in taking that step forward because is it really okay to do it? And I'm judging myself, and are people going to judge me? And I know that you probably have these same moments. It's like, why am I not doing this? Well, if you think about why you're not doing it, you might come up with a, some some of the same reasons I do, like, I don't know how to do it. Um, it's not going to be good enough. And the ever popular, well, somebody's probably already done it. They've probably done it better than I could. I go through that sometimes when I'm in a bookstore and I'm looking at all of the books on spirituality that exist and all of the things that people have just written. I'm not even talking about what's on the internet. And so many of them are saying the same thing. They're saying it in different ways. And that's the important part is that we all bring a different voice to the conversation. And the conversation is what's important. And the voices are important as well. You know, I've been talking a lot about how we use our words and how powerful our words are. But it's really a fact that I can say something And somebody else can say exactly the same thing in their own way. And you might be able to hear it from me and not them or vice versa. You might be able to say, well, she said this, but that didn't make any sense. Like, oh man, I heard it from this guy over here. And oh, that makes so much sense to me. Understanding why we procrastinate, why we put things off is one way to help us work past or through the whole idea of not getting things done. The first part is to stop beating ourselves up. Now, I was looking for photographs to put on the uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook and um, PowerPoint slides to advertise this. And there's a lot of uh, little uh, memes out there and things about procrastination. One of them just cracked me up because it was a sign that said, stop procrastinating. And that just, um, the the irony of that is uh, was not lost on me. See, I think the first step in all of this is to stop beating ourselves up for procrastinating. Because as I continually say throughout all of these different podcasts is that when we accept something or at least come to terms with it and stop resisting it, then it's easier to work through it. But I understand so well what it's like to have a project in front of you and feel frozen, not be able to take that step into uh, getting it done. Now, having deadlines is really good. So if you are, if you have a job, if there's a professional aspect to what you're doing, a lot of times the procrastination just gets kicked to the side because you have a deadline and you have to get the thing done. In your personal life, when there aren't any um, hard uh, stop points, some Sometimes that's a little bit harder, but giving your permission, self-permission to not just jump on something immediately, make that okay. 
And then think about what it is that is making you uncomfortable of what you're going to be doing. Because the fact is, is if you're putting it off, if you're procrastinating, you are uncomfortable on some level. I certainly know that that is true for me. Even though I have given several Sunday talks and I do meditations almost every week at church, there is still often that hesitation of, well, okay, I need to do another one. First of all, am I going to come up with a good enough idea? And then what if I've done everything that I can do and I sit down to write it and there's nothing there? What if I have no nothing else to offer? Now, I don't spend a lot of time on that, but that's one of those things that, that races through my head. It's like, well, maybe it's over. Maybe I'm not going to be able to do anymore. And of course, it always comes. And that's the other aspect of it is backing off enough to allow spirit, allow your intuition, allow your creative juices to start to run and to uh, bubble up because when you're trying to force it, nothing's going to happen. A few years ago, I had to write a thesis and I have never, for some reason, been really good at writing academic papers. I mean, the writing is okay, but I think it's the structure. It has to be written this way. You have to have so many references. That whole thing is really overwhelming for me. And so I had to write this thesis. I finally gathered together the the documents that I needed, the, the references that I needed, and then I just started writing. And I would write until I was completely confused and I had absolutely no idea what I was saying anymore. And when I got to that point, I would stop. I'm not saying this was comfortable, okay? <laughs> then I would go back the next day and I would read what I had written and it turned out that I might have to change two sentences. And then I would write again until I was completely confused and had no idea what I was doing and stop for the day, go back the next day, read it and make those two or three changes. And I learned so much about allowing spirit, allowing that creative force to work through me during that time. And you would think, of course, that now I would be really comfortable going back and writing another academic paper. And no, I have one that I could write, but I probably never will because I don't want to go through that pain again. And I don't need what writing that paper would uh, give to me. So I probably won't ever do that. But it's, that is a choice. That is something that I have a choice about. When we are in the real world where things have to be done and we're uncomfortable, there's that putting that just one step in front of the other. It's not about forcing yourself. It's taking baby steps and just dipping into it a little bit. You know, when I sit down to write something much more creative, like a meditation or even Sunday talks or doing something like I'm doing now, I am learning to simply step into it and start playing and see what happens. Two years ago, if somebody had told me that I would be sitting here in a house by myself, talking into a microphone about whatever was coming into my mind, I would have told them that they were nuts and I couldn't have imagined doing it. And even while I'm doing it, I'm sometimes wondering, what are you doing? But there's a response to this, and there's a response to what you do as well. And it's, it's that trusting and knowing that what is coming through you, 
through spirit is the right and good thing to happen. If you're trying to force it, then it's not coming through you. It's coming from you. And that's a really big difference. It's really important to understand when you are trying to do it yourself and when you're sitting back, allowing spirit to work through you, allowing your intuition, whatever you call it, God, spirit, intuition, um, the, the, the force, whatever you term you use for this energy that comes through you and brings this creative energy into the world, allowing that to happen. And you can't often, you can't, I don't think you can ever force it. Sometimes, like if I'm on a deadline, then I will do a period of uh, short meditation and say, hey, I have to get this done, please help. And often that will will work. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I have to go uh, take a drink of water and walk around. And sometimes I'm writing a meditation at 10 o'clock on Saturday night. That doesn't happen as much as it used to. I think in the past, when I needed to do that, I was so worried about it. And I was so trying to force it that nothing would come until that very last moment. Now I've gotten so used to it that I just go, okay, this has to be done. And I am have made myself get comfortable with just starting to write or, or, or talk about something that I have no idea where it's going. And there's a lot of areas where you can do that. Of course, I'm talking about writing and speaking, but in almost any area that you work in, if you just start and don't worry about it being perfect, don't worry about it working, just making a start of any kind and being okay with it, not, not being the thing that you want it to be in that moment. Think about when you are cooking or when you are making bread in particular. Bread goes through all kinds of stages before it becomes bread. First, it's this a, a bunch of individual ingredients, and then you put them together, which in a way that you still couldn't eat, and then you add water to that, and it becomes this goopy ugh, thing. And then you add more things to it and more flour, and then you knead it into this wonderful loaf of um, uncooked bread, and you still can't eat it and something can still go wrong, and then you bake it, and there you have your bread. There's a lot of that same kind of putting ingredients together that is happens in almost every single thing that we do. And so it's that, that, that part about stepping out and just putting your toe in. I think the other thing that gets us so confused and so um, nervous about things is that there's, I don't, and I don't know if this is just us in this country or if it's a human thing, but so often when we start to do something, we think in terms of doing the whole thing all at once. And that's not how anything gets done anyway, right? It gets done because you're doing one step at a time, one thing at a time. And so if you look at the whole project, whatever your project is, you look at the whole thing, that's really intimidating. That's like overwhelming. I can't possibly do all of that. So you step back and do the first thing. And the first thing might not be the actual first thing in the project. It might be three steps in. But then you do those that, that step and go, oh, this is what I need to do before that. And the more you do that, the more you realize how the pieces fit together. Now, I know that a lot of people are linear thinkers, and this idea of doing things out of order might might be uh, another level of discomfort for you, but 
Sometimes it's the only way to start is to simply put a piece on the table. If you're doing a jigsaw puzzle, some people do the uh, the border first, all of the fl- straight edges first. Some people start from the middle and work out. Some people just start wherever. It doesn't matter where you start. What matters is that you do start. And what also matters is that you don't beat yourself up for how long it's taken you to start. But think about it. If you're going to make that bread, the first thing you have to do is get the ingredients out of the cupboard. And you might take the flour out before you take the butter out. You might take the the yeast out before you take something else out and put it all on the counter. It doesn't matter the order in which you bring these ingredients to the table. And But once you start putting it together, you will find out, like if you have a recipe, it will say, do it in this order. There's probably a reason to do it in that order. And as you start putting your little elements together for whatever project you're working on, then you start to see how it comes together and you can rearrange it. There's no rule that says it all has to be done in the right way, in the right order, at all at the same time. There's those, that rule is in our heads. That rule might be in other people's heads. You know, somebody might come along and say, what are you doing? That's a big mess. And if you can be comfortable with that big mess and let yourself work through all of your steps and figure it out or let it, even more importantly, just let it reveal itself to you. Oh my goodness, what a wonderful, exciting way to work. And you might get completely confused in the middle of all of that. And when that happens, that's when you step away. You go for a walk, you take a break, you sleep on it for the night. Allow the ingredients of your project to come together in their own way. If you can come to think of yourself as the organizer or the pilot as opposed to the creator, you might feel start to feel more comfortable and allow when you start to go to your spiritual self and say, this is something that I need to do. And then how do I do this? And it is amazing how these answers come to us. Now, I know that there's, there's everyday things like mopping the floor and doing the dishes and things like that that we also put off. But think about why you put those off too. I mean, sometimes it's just you don't want to do it. Sometimes it just seems, it seems like too big a job, especially if you let the dishes go forever. And there's just the idea that something as simple as doing dishes or mopping a floor or doing laundry is mundane and doesn't mean anything. And, you know, I've mentioned the uh, Practicing the Presence by Brother Lawrence uh, before. It's this little book that is just so charming. And Brother Lawrence was a soldier at one point, and then after he uh, finished that gig, he went into a monastery, and his job was to wash the dishes in the kitchen. And he writes about how washing dishes became a meditation for him as he stood there with the water and the dishes and the soap and just went into a space of being with spirit, being in the, in the moment with what he was doing. And he would get so lost in it that he came out just feeling absolutely wonderful. And You've probably had those moments when you've been involved in something, been doing something that is very mundane, very ordinary, but you were so absorbed in it that when someone walks up to you and starts to talk to you, you're a little bit startled. That's a spiritual moment. And sometimes when I want to put off some of those more mundane things myself, I 
take myself to that place knowing that if I get myself absorbed in it, then I will be connecting with spirit as I'm doing that particular task. Procrastination can be turned into an art if you use it correctly, if you allow yourself to be aware of when you are procrastinating and then thinking about why you're procrastinating. I have come to realize that a lot of what I have labeled procrastination in my own life is really my just not being quite ready to do something because I didn't have enough information whether that was because I was writing something or even having to start a new project of any sort, whether it is in, in the spiritual field or in the mundane field or, you know, doing something around the house, whatever it is, I have realized that on some level, I don't have enough information yet. Now, some of that information might be just simply information I've given myself and saying, you can do this, you know how to do this, come on. And other times it is gathering more information to actually be able to put, put your uh, project into uh, action. And so it occurred to me today that there is an art to putting things off. There's an art to procrastination that doesn't have anything to do with never getting anything done. It has to do with understanding what the delay or the hesitation is about and using that to your advantage. It's like rather than walking around all day going, I have to start this, I have to start this, I have to start this. Sit down, think about why you're not starting it yet, what's going on within you that is keeping you from starting, and then you might discover what it is. It might be that you don't feel comfortable because you don't feel like you know what you're doing. It might be that you really don't like what it is, and then you have to find a reason to help yourself get through that discomfort. In other words, any kind of procrastination probably has something to do with discomfort, um, and even if it's simply because you don't have enough information, rather than beating yourself up for that and feeling uncomfortable about it, say, oh, I don't have enough information yet, and then ask, ask spirit, you know, say, okay, show me what I need to know to do next. And if in the meantime, you still feel like you have to take action, take some action, do, do something, whether give yourself permission to do it, whether you think it's going to work or not. Just do a thing and see what happens. And it's amazing is sometimes when you break that open, it's the whole thing opens up for you. It's really an amazing experience when that happens. But it's an art. It's an art to work your way into doing things that you are uncomfortable about for whatever the reason. Because I know people who do, do a, a thing all the time and everything they time they have to do it, they're uncomfortable and they have trouble starting it, yet they're a master at what they do. So none of us is, none of us perfect. None of us um, are always comfortable all the time. In fact, I think most of us are uncomfortable a lot of the time. My joke is, is what's a comfort zone? And from my personal experience, I can tell you that the sense of accomplishment, the sense of elation that comes when I have stepped into something that I had no clue what I was doing and was the whole time going, what am I doing? Why do I think I'm doing this? How did I get myself into this? And as I work, walk through it and do the different steps and figure the puzzle out, when it's done and it's an accomplish and I've accomplished it, that is just the coolest thing ever. So I would ask you this week to think about how you procrastinate, why you procrastinate, give yourself a break, and then just start. 
Again, bringing me back to that that uh, image that I was looking at that said stop procrastinating. I don't think that that's the best way to look at it. Stop stopping is basically what it says. Allow yourself to be who you are. Be real. Allow that feeling of discomfort. Allow yourself to be confused. It's okay to be confused. In fact, sometimes being confused is the best thing you can be because when you're confused, you start trying to figure things out. And sometimes that's how you sort out whatever is going on. I encourage you this week to start looking at procrastination from a different point of view. Rather than it being a disability, rather than it being a flaw in you, turn procrastination into an art. In those moments when you're not doing what you think you're supposed to be doing, in those moments when you feel like you're not doing enough, take those moments and allow spirit to work through you and give you the answers. And in that way, you will turn procrastination into an art. I wish you a loving and insightful week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.